In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 59, verses 1 through 5, where I'll ask the question, how should I ask the Lord for help? Psalm 59, verses 1 through 5 says, Deliver me from my enemies, O my God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from those who work evil and save me from bloodthirsty men. For behold, they lie in wait for my life. Fierce men stir up strife against me. For no transgression or sin of mine, O Lord, for no fault of mine, they run and make ready. Awake, come to meet me and see. You, Lord God of hosts, our God of Israel, rouse yourself to punish all the nations. Spare none of those who treacherously plot evil. The Psalms are absolutely amazing. They're amazing because they engage the whole scope of human emotion, where modern worship music focuses primarily on positive aspects of the faith. The Psalms, they delve into the greatest grief that you might ever experience. This particular one is written by David while he's on the run from Saul, who's trying to kill him. And he writes this song, and he asks the Lord for help when it seems like the entire world is coming against him. And I think that most of us have that experience sometimes, where we feel like the whole world is against us, and we have to ask for the Lord to help us from all of the nations of the world. Well, in looking at this psalm, we can figure out a little bit of how we ought to ask for help from the Lord. So here are three thoughts from Psalm 59, verses 1 through 5. Thought number one, recognize his power. When we pray to the Lord and we ask him for help, we need to recognize that he is sufficiently powerful to bring about his purposes in the world. That if he means to do it, it can be done. That nothing is beyond the scope of what he is able to do when he is preparing to do it. So while we have this experience where we try to do things and we are not sufficiently powerful to do them, God doesn't have that experience. The Lord is able to accomplish precisely what he means to, utilizing whatever means he desires to. And when we recognize that God is sufficiently powerful to help us regardless of our circumstances, then we are able to ask the Lord boldly for the things that we need. That doesn't mean he's going to give them to us, but it does mean that we have to acknowledge that God is able to do that which we believe to be impossible. Thought number two, recognize his justice. One of the things that David points out is that God is just and there are evildoers in the world. And because God is just and there are evildoers in the world, we recognize that he is going to bring about ultimate justice And we appeal to that fact when we ask him for help. We're asking for the Lord to help us in this period of injustice, just as David did when he was getting chased down by Saul. We ask the Lord for help, knowing that justice is something he desires. It's something that he seeks out. It's something that's innate to his own character. And by appealing to the inherent justice in our Heavenly Father, we are asking the Lord effectively for his help. Thought number three, recognize his holiness. God is holy. He is holy and he will not take part in sin. He will not hold counsel with those who are wicked. His holiness sets him apart from all people. And David makes this point that he is being attacked 
and it's unjust, that he hadn't done anything to deserve the attacks that Saul are putting against him. David is saying that he is innocent of any charge that might be held against him. And because of that, the Lord ought to come to his aid. He's appealing to the Lord's holiness that the Lord will not tolerate evil, that he ultimately punishes evil. The evildoer will face the Lord's hand. This should give us a bit of comfort if we are one of God's people. If we're one of God's people, if we have faith in Jesus Christ, then we recognize that we have been made holy through faith in Christ Jesus and his sacrifice, that our wickedness, that our sin has been punished already. It was punished on the cross when Christ was nailed there. So, because we're appealing to God's holiness, we're saying, we are your people whom you have made holy through the sacrifice of Christ. So please come and help us and demonstrate your greater holiness that exists here in the world. We should ask the Lord for help. We should do so recognizing his great power, his great justice, and his great holiness. And when we do that, we can have confidence that the Lord will ultimately work out his purposes for his ultimate glory and our ultimate good if we are his people. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Psalms 57 through 59. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.